Hello, Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I'm your host, Jake Jarrelli, with my co-host, Blockchain John, here for episode 455. We're going to be getting hello, hello, hello. hitting stuff on Sunday night as it is. Uh, this is Sunday night, October 30th, right before Halloween, isn't this? So basically, this is our Halloween episode. So uh, we'll be hitting crypto Twitter, as we always do in This Week in Coins, because it's Sunday. Take it away, John. This week in crypto Twitter, Musk takes over crypto Twitter in the works. Written by Tim Marquis, provided by Decrypt.co. All right, let's see here. The industry was more optimistic than usual this week <laughs> after nearly two months of week-long price freezes. Blah. You make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> week-long prices freezes or crashes. It appears that things are finally starting to rally again. This week also the week that Tesla CEO Institutional Bitcoin Hodler and Dogecoin Maxi Elon Musk finally closed his $44 billion Twitter acquisition bid. His new platform was a hive of commotion following the news. So MicroStrategy executive chairman and fellow Bitcoin well, Michael Saylor, and Binance CEO Shengfeng CZ Zhao wrote were the most welcoming. Musk officially took over Twitter on Thursday evening and trolled followers with reports that he was already firing people. The two dejected and believable-looking employees pictured below were, in fact, professional trolls. Although, I didn't know that was a thing, professional trolls. <laughs> yeah. Although, although, Musk previously, although Musk previously floated uh, the idea of firing 75% of Twitter staff, around 5,000 people this week, he appeared to have had cold speed on that proposal. Makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Can't do that. I'll probably get around to it eventually. On Friday, Decrypt covered Crypto Twitter's first day reaction to the new chief tweet, uh, as Musk now calls himself in his Twitter bio. In other news, while everyone was talking about the Web3 le uh, leaning tech billionaire taking over the world's biggest microblogging site, security researcher and Forbes 30 under 30 winner Jane uh, Manch Manchun Wong reported that Musk's new acquisition already appears to be developing a crypto wallet. Mm -hmm. What? Here's a tweet from Jane. Twitter is working on a quote-unquote wallet prototype that supports crypto deposits and withdrawal. That's awesome. You know, everyone's speculating what is it going to be. What mm -hmm. do you think, Jake? Oh, well, I actually had a comment about the Chief Twit, because it's actually Le uh, Leo from uh, Twit.tv. He's the original Chief Twit, so it's weird that Elon Musk is calling him. He just stole it from Leo. Leo. Anyways, uh, but yeah, as far as a uh, wallet, I'm, I'm excited about it. We're going to talk about this later, so we don't really have to get yep. into it right now. Board Ape Yacht Club co-founder Wiley Ar Aronown, best known by his alias Gordon Goner, was not impressed by the recent anti-Semitic conspiracy theory hogwash that has been coming out disgraced rap megastar Kanye West over last month. However, several folks tweeted uh, Aronown about his own connection to a white supremacist writer and publisher. Mm -hmm. There's a tweet there from Gordon. As a Jewish person, Kanye's anti-Semitic vitriol has been horrifying i don't want yuga involved in anything related to him we're reaching out to adidas to see what their plan is i don't blame adidas for kanye's action and trust they are going to make the right call yeah, that was before he actually actually did it so <laughs> mm -hmm. later that evening schwaz the the manager posted the charts showing the exponential up action of polygon trading on O Ocean Sea, thanks to Reddit's polygon-based NFT avatars. Yeah, not Open wow. Sea, Ocean Sea. Look, look at that, dude. <laughs> look at those charts, man. That's insane. It's interesting how right. that, 
It says Ocean yeah. Sea. I think they meant to put Open Sea, but yeah, whatever. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yep. In a multiple tweet thread, Solana engineer at OX Rooter accused FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried of market manipulation. It's not the first time people have implied that the 30-year-old billionaire could be using his wealth for clandestine profiteering. Yeah, I've been seeing that on Twitter lately, mm -hmm. too. On Tuesday, CNBC tech correspondent Ryan Browning, Brown spotted Ripple's billionaire uh, billboards in central London. And there it is. Ripple. I actually, I've been seeing those uh, go along Twitter as well. The Ripple and... Uh, um, actually, it would. Yeah, Ripple and... What's the other one? Could I know? No, no, no. It's Ripple and... It's a fork of Ripple. Um, okay. XLM, Stella, Stella, Stellar, Stellar. Stellar, okay. Lumens, yeah. I've been seeing them uh, post up uh, images of, of billboards as well. Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin argues that gold is really just analog crypto on Wednesday. And there's a tweet of that. We will talk about that a little later. On Thursday, CZ pointed out that Google is currently enabling a pretty glaring crypto security hazard. And there's that tweet there. Um, interesting. Google displays phishing sites when users search CMC. This affects users adding smart contracts addresses to MetaMask using these phishing sites. We are trying to contact Google for this and in the meantime alerting users about this through social channels. Interesting. Finally, an NFT researcher managed to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt what everyone already knew. Few people <laughs> really like to tip if they can help it. Interesting. Really? I didn't know that. And that's it. That's it for this week on crypto. Yep, that's the sum summation of everything that they thought was important. So moving on to this week in coins, we're only reading these things. Normally we just make commentary, but we we still make commentary. So this week in coins, written by Tim Hakey as well. Uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum see green shoots. Dogecoin gets Musk Twitter bump, of course, massive bump of over a hundred percent. Crypto markets unthawed this week for the first time in six consecutive weeks. Bitcoin rose 8% over the past seven days. It trades a little over 20,700 20, at the time of the writing. According to CoinGecko, Ethereum had a stronger rally up 24% over the week to 1,600, a little over 1,600 US dollars at the start of the weekend. So-called Ethereum killers, layer one blockchains with high functionality smart contracts, had a great week, including Cardano, which rose 15 percent to 40 cents solana climbed 17 percent to a little over 32 dollars Polkadot rallied 11 percent up to, uh six and a half dollars and avalanche ballooned 18 percent to uh, a little over 18 dollars other notable rallies this week include ethereum classic up 17 percent to about 26 dollars litecoin gained seven percent up to 55 dollars uniswap rallied 14 percent to a little under seven dollars and binance 11% to 300, Polygon or Matic climbed 16% to 93 cents. But the meme king won this week. Elon Musk's favorite cryptocurrency, Dogecoin, blew up 77%. It actually blew up more than that, but as of time of this writing, uh, to 10 cents. Yes, it actually reached 14 at the max. Still down 70 from 72 cents in May of 2021, which was the peak. It wasn't really a leveling off of the value. That the Tesla CEO finally closed the deal to take over Twitter for $44 billion. For the most of the week, crypto's green, me. For most of the week's green crypto market, we can see, we can point to generally more optimistic macroeconomic trends this week, 
with the stock market also up after several major companies reported their earnings. On Monday, Bitcoin hits its all-time highest mining difficulty. Unsurprisingly, it's, it's just going to keep getting higher. For the second time this month, after rising 3%, as difficulty increases, miners could face slimmer profits. No kidding. If Bitcoin's price stays inert, that is, it doesn't climb as well. Since more computing power and electricity is needed to mine with the higher difficulty. However, mining difficulty increases also indicate a strong and growing network, which means more people are using it. This is good. We're definitely going to see that in the articles today. In the United Kingdom, former UK finance minister and conservative crypto advocate Rishi Sunak was elected as Liz Truss's successor, the new prime minister of England. As both head of state and party leader, Sunak was the only candidate to receive the required votes. He I guess they think no one else can do the job. He was briefly up against former Prime Minister Boris Johnson, who announced he was pulling out on Sunday. Block-owned Cash App on Tuesday announced that users can send and receive Bitcoin. We talked about this earlier in the week via the Lightning Network. On Thursday, right amid Musk's takeover, Twitter announced it would let users display and trade NFT through tweets thanks to a new partnership for select marketplaces such as Magic Eden, Rarible, Dapper Labs, and Jump.Trade. The new NFT tweet tiles features, which is currently being tested, displays NFT artwork in a panel in the tweet and includes a button to take users to a marketplace listing. On Friday, this is probably going to be cool. It would be great to see if Raven, Ravenist get, in, get on that deal, right? And on Friday, Binance confirmed it's an equity investor to the tune of half a billion dollars or a little over 1% of the total purchase price. Elon Musk paid $44 billion in the acquisition bid. The exchange CEO Chengpeng Zhao, or CZ, emailed Decrypt this statement, quote, We're excited to be able to help Elon realize a new vision for Twitter. We aim to play a role in beginning social media and Web3, to, uh, bringing social media and Web3 together in order to broaden the use and adoption of crypto and blockchain technology. And that ends this week in coins. Let's so move I on to other news. If, I wonder if uh, BUSD is going to be the the tip coin <laughs> chosen. Uh, it's pretty cheap to move, so I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, it might be the reason they contributed that. I, I, I wouldn't be disappointed. <laughs> yep, I think everybody was expecting, according to this, uh, with Dogecoin going up 77%, and since uh, Elon has been backing uh, Dogecoin for a while, uh, I think a lot of people were expecting that to be the coin. It might still well be. It might. I mean, it might have multiples. It might not just be. Uh, it might, might, BSD, maybe BNB. That would be great, you know, man. Dogecoin. Awesome. Honestly, in my opinion, if it was just anything, uh, we could. We don't need to have one coin. Let's have all coins. Then we have awesome. a greater place to trade them, right? We need more places to trade coins. Right, moving on over to the next news of the day. This one is Elon Musk Twitter. Dogecoin, Blue Sky, and the decentralized social media race. If you guys don't know yet that uh, Elon Musk just bought Twitter, um, and so, so is, uh, what's his name? Um, Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey's working on Blue Sky, and Kanye West is just bought out uh, Parler or is in the work buying that. That's yep. interesting. Like, it's, it's a sh change, it's a shift of hands with, with these popular individuals buying out social media why that's interesting what's going on here what's going on with the world like why all of a sudden in one year and then this year alone 2022 there's a lot of ceos that have just you know stepped down from their role you know yeah it's interesting yeah, it's a big, lots this, of lots of changes well we're going to read it or we're just going to talk about it uh, talk about it uh let's see what do we got here 
Um, let's see. Of course, you, so it starts off talking about, of course, Elon Musk bought out uh, Twitter for $44 million. We just read about that. Um, and obviously, there's going to be a lot of changes going on with that, adding, implementing uh, crypto, crypto wallets. And let's see. What else? Well, I mean, to, to sum up in the in what's going on here is really just a competition between these three men and their and their <laughs> mm-hmm. social media platforms. Um, but I think that probably one of the more key points in in here is that you know uh, how Musk was originally going for what he thought was putting crypto onto Twitter. And I mean, we've been talking about crypto Twitter forever, but we just, it's just just crypto on Twitter, not necessarily the blockchain attached to Twitter itself. And and what Musk realized after looking at the numbers was that it would be impossible to make a decentralized coin the actuator of Twitter, because you you you'd have to centralize, at least according to him. And his quote in particular was, "Blockchain Twitter is impossible. The bandwidth and latency requirements cannot be supported by a peer-to-peer network unless those peers are absolutely gigantic." thus defeating the purpose of a decentralized network. I mean, that's... <laughs> that sums it up, yeah. But what's interesting is uh, Dorsey is also working on Blue Skies, which is supposed to be a social media platform coming out pretty soon. Yeah. Um, he does mention in this article that it is not, even though it's been mentioned in their, in their white paper that it, several times that it, blockchain... Right, but it's not a blockchain platform. Right. I, I, if we what we what we read earlier, I think uh, was it last week or two weeks ago that mm-hmm. uh, Blue Sky is using a federated technology, which is pretty much having nodes to just able to send the data back and forth, and it's supposed to be uh, have the ability to uh, integrate the APIs to like one platform to another, which is awesome. So, so instead of having just create an account from Twitter, create, create an account with Instagram, create an account with with uh, YouTube and mm-hmm. so on and so forth, they're going to be all able to integrate in one, just like how right. email is. You know, you can have this, a Yahoo, I can have a Gmail, I can still send you email. They're, this is the true killer app. I mean, this is something that has been talked about since before Twitter was a thing. I mean, everybody was trying to figure out in the early, early days, like when ICQ and AOL Instant Messenger were the only two really on the side, and then Yahoo Instant Messenger came out, MSN Instant Messenger came out, and everyone's like, okay, well, what if I want to talk to somebody on a different Instant Messenger service? Exactly. And so, exactly. well, email was a way to do that, but text is also a way to do that. You can talk to anybody as long as you know their number. It doesn't have to be a service. And, and of course, anybody who uses an iPhone, well, it's iPhone to iPhone, but you can obviously talk to Android users too. So it's very agnostic, and everybody wants that killer app. But really, the fact of the matter is it can't be, it can't be centralized. It can't be owned by one group for it to be truly decentralized. It has to be a that's protocol right. that's generic. So, so that's what I, I'm waiting to see what's going to happen with Blue Skies, you know. Considering that um, it is a federated network, uh, if you ask me, federated networks are centralized. So I'm kind of I'm curious what it's going to look like at the end after this is all built out. But for the time being, it's still amazing that this technology is going to be be able to come out and have uh, integrated platforms with it. That's going to be awesome. So. Yeah. One step at a time, right? Yeah, we'll have to see where this goes. I'm, I'm not saying, I mean, think about how many different I, programs that Google has come out with to try to get their text messaging it's, down. Let's not forget that Mastodon is a thing, right? So it's yeah. a decentralized so, social media platform that is uh, using federated technology as well in the back end. And here's an interesting uh, uh, little sentence here from from the article. It says that the, uh, the Mastodon uh, gained 30,000 new signups after uh, Musk bought Twitter. Now, that actually surprises me. I, you know, Mastodon is one of those sleepers out there that people don't really know about. So um, 
30,000 new signups. It's, it's, it's interesting. Why? Why? Yeah, why? People, people try to get away from Twitter to get something else that was less Twitterish, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, moving like, on course, to. Of course. Oh? One, one last thing. One of course, we, sure. I, I briefly mentioned um, that Kanye West is buying out Parlor. What is, what is he going to do with Parlor? You know? There's, know. A right. right. There's a lot of stuff let's, coming up. Let's just, let's just make an analogy here. What happened to MySpace after, was it Justin Timberlake brought it? Nothing. Nothing happened to it. It was junk. It was trash. Nobody really uses it anymore. So I, I'm not saying necessarily that Kanye West can destroy it, although he's destroyed pretty much everything else he's touched. I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. Right. So the reason, the reason that this is in this article is that Kanye has been spotted wearing um, a Nakamoto cap, and, of course, he does support crypto and Bitcoin. He does believe in that. So it's interesting that he's buying out Parler. So is he also going to do, you know, a crypto social media platform? Is that the way that social media is going towards? Question mark? Question Wait, mark? Question mine's mark? A bit, mine's existed forever, right? There's so mm -hmm. many different crypto-based platforms that already exist. I guess what we really just need is endorsement. One thing, I, I just as a side, it feels like endorsement is everything. It's like once you can make something popular, then it can work. But, I mean, did any one person make tiktok popular not necessarily in fact if anything tiktok is the opposite of of that very concept it feels like it's more viral than anything else so it's hard to know it's really hard to know all right um here's something about crypto adoption I, i'm really enthusiastic about we already we've, we've talked ages about el salvador el salvador and lugano which is in switzerland sign agreement to spread bitcoin adoption so we already know that el salvador has its chivo wallet which is lightning and it makes it easier for their, their own citizens to use it. And I can't really use the Chivo wallet outside of El Salvador, as far as I know. Didn't you try to get a hold of it? Um, so if you're a if, if you're a Salvadorian uh, citizen with a Salvadorian... Um, ID. Uh, yeah, ID or, or, or something similar to a Social Security card, you can... You can you, you basically KYC. You KYC through the Chivo wallet. Then you're going to be able to get access to the Chivo wallet. Right. So that's the problem is we're, we don't have that. So we don't live in El Salvador. We're not expats. Um, but Lugano and El Salvador working together is a very good thing because it's it's a Swiss city and it's a Latin American city working together. It's like a sister city's um, ideology here um, in order to basically bring crypto into Europe, not just in uh, South South America. So not to say that crypto isn't in Europe, it certainly is. But the the thing I keep saying about this kind of working together is the more countries we can get, more cities we can get working together to bring a Bitcoin and or any kind of crypto adoption that's not necessarily CBCs into uh, any one society as a valid form of currency means more people will it would be more accepted like i couldn't tell you the number of times i wish i could pay uh people just in the u.s i mean there, there are plenty of people you can pay but only those who've already gotten into the idea of bitcoin what i want people to make is bitcoin sanction so people are like oh so bitcoin is a normal thing that anybody can use to buy anything and if i want to change back to my favorite fiat i can but I don't. I if I accept Bitcoin, I'm not going to be hurt by it, and that's what I wish. It was maybe not just Bitcoin, but any kind of coin, like stable coins or other. I just wish it was the adoption was easier to implement. So the problem is you can make a new coin, right? But who's to say anyone's going to use it? And at least if you can use it and it has other purposes, then it would be nice for countries to sanction that. And I see that's where Lugana, Lugano, and um, 
El Salvador going with this. So I, I appreciate the ide ideology here. What I don't, what I don't understand here is what wallet are they going to use? Is it going to be the chief wallet? Is it only going to be for El Salvadorians that are overseas, in a studying, working, or just living abroad? Uh, that's the question that's not really, really answered here. Um, and they are talking about uh, allowing um, Tether or USDT to be the the coin, uh, the, the coin that they're going to be using at the quote unquote Bitcoin office that's right. going to be out there. No, that's that's uh, there's there's still some information that's missing out of this article that we don't have the answers to. And it would be great to have a little transparency of what uh, what this <laughs> actually all means. Yeah, I agree with that. But I I'm out. It's it's a start. We will eventually get around to the ideal. Yeah, what, so. I, what I do know for for a fact is that uh, President El Salvador's President uh, Nayib Bukele is having he's really scraping as much crypto as possible to make his um, to make his nation a little bit stronger so he can reissue fiat within his nation, right? And obviously, we know, for example, uh, we know from examples around the world, creating fiat out of thin air means that you're going to devalue your dollar. But if it's backed by crypto, at least you have something there. So he's, uh, from, from what I understand from articles that I read previously, what he's trying to do is trying to scrape up as much crypto to, quote-unquote, back his currency. Yeah, it'd be nice in general if we just allowed multiple people. It's like um, if you had an exchange, you know, even just a national exchange, but an exchange where people could use any cryptocurrency they wanted and then exchange it for the cryptocurrency they needed. Just make that available. Come on, Big Kelly, you can do it. You Put up Bitcoin, but say, hey, we'll trade whatever you want as long as it's a real coin that we that you know has been recognized or maybe has a one-year minimum uh, existence for them to recognize it as a valuable coin, but it's like there's so many. There's twelve thousand coins out there. Just let people trade what they want to trade. So, all right, let's talk about Ethereum. Ethereum. Let's see where we at here. Let's scroll back up to the top here. Well, we'll hey, more Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin tees up three reasons crypto beats gold. This is actually an interesting article written by uh, Will McCurdy. This is the first time I've seen this uh, this this person here. Will or, McCurdy. author, yeah. Author, yeah. So uh, this is something that you mentioned off air, um, Jake, that uh, this is the first time you actually agree with Vitalik talking yeah. about um, gold and, and crypto. You wanna yeah. Just yeah, I was really enthusiastic about this because my personal, uh, uh, not of my personal, but it's a debate we've been looking at for a really, really long time. And that is uh, how do you get authorization for trading value, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go into the greatest detail about like an, uh, a DEX, but DEXs do require some kind of authentication. Um, within the more common, you know, traditional stocks and fiat and gold and precious metals trade, there's uh, there's an authority, right? And that's whatever your local government or maybe your federal government deals with, but you have to authenticate with them, then you're allowed to trade. And the problem is every single government has its own authentication system. Right. And then once you're in, then you can trade. But if you're not authenticated, you can't trade. Now, the other problem with gold, of course, is it's it's this physical bar. Right. And how do you even know if the physical bar itself isn't just lead coated, coated in gold, which people used to do a lot, you know, because it weighed close to the, to the weight of gold. You can't bend a gold bar. It's not easily. Um, so you couldn't check to see if it was real because lead you can't bend. Right. But you can bend gold pretty easy because it's a very malleable uh, metal. But uh you can't you can't take a gold bar, even a small gold bar, to a grocery store and say, "Hey, I'll give you this for, 
you know, maybe a lot of groceries, but still for groceries. Um, it's just, it's not easily tradable. It's not a very, uh, uh, what's it called? Fungible. That is, you know, Mm -hmm. divisible thing. So with crypto, you can divide it down to billionths of a, whatever coin you have. Um, very, very, very divisible coin. Um, and whether it be Bitcoin or any other coin, it's very divisible and it's, and it's already inherently trusted. The network can't be falsified itself, which means that you can accept the coin and know you're going to get it. You know you're going to get the value that you that you asked for. Now, as the market changes, maybe not. But nobody seems to argue that when it comes to the U.S. dollar, even though the U.S. dollar is constantly being devalued. Um, so I agree with 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 uh, Buterin on this particular factor that gold is not a good store of value. And it really hasn't been since Satoshi's Bitcoin was created. Not to say it wasn't for a long time, but people can be you know, like, oh, I just buy up gold, gold value, gold bullion, blah, 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 blah. blah. Great, that's great. It's just a place to put money, not use it. <laughs> um, and money needs to be used. It's a, it's a tool, not a, not a storage technique, even though I know people treat it that way. So, uh, yes, you may lose value by, you know, investing in something, but really as a tool, you wouldn't just hang up a hammer and never use it again, because why even have it? <laughs> so, as Ethereum points out in his articles, that there are multiple reasons, but in particular... I'll just quote him off of his tweet. Gold is incredibly inconvenient, as I just pointed out. It's difficult Mm -hmm. to use, particularly when transacting with untrusted parties. It doesn't support safe storage options like (laughs) multi-sig. No kidding. And at this point, gold has less adoption than crypto. So crypto is the better bet. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. a simple statement. He didn't go into great gross detail, but yeah. yeah, uh, Pretty much said it all there. I mean, that's in black and white. You, 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 You said it all. So yeah, I, I I don't have to keep ranting on this. I could I could go on for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hit the last article here. So Binance will help Elon Musk use crypto to battle Twitter bots. This is another thing that I think is really important. Matt DeSalvo wrote this article, but we're not going to read it. We're just going to talk about it. Um, in particular, this is something we talked about several weeks ago. In that, mm-hmm. uh, not just because the CZ is helping, but CZ did contribute more than one percent of the purchase price of the forty-four billion dollars for tw- for Twitter. So we were talking about, so like, well, is uh, Binance BS- BUSD or BNB going to become the, the primary coin of Twitter? Now it probably may have a significant play in this whole thing, but what we're talking about tw- Twitter bots, right? So the thing that we talked about a couple weeks ago was if in order to post, you have to put up a tiny amount of coin. Then are all those Twitter bots willing to put up a massive amount of coin? Now, of course, if they're illegal in the first place, they probably stole the coin, which means it's going to be easier for them to put the coin up. But it also means that that whenever they make all these tweets, they're going to have to be constantly putting out, you know, Binance USD or Doge or something. And then that's just going to pay for the the system to basically fight them. (laughs) It's going to be buying, buying their own demise. So, um, I, I'm very enthusiastic about CZ helping out with this. Um, not so much because of Elon, but just because in general, because of, of, uh, uh, getting rid of Twitter bots. And I don't know if I still feel like, uh, Elon Musk's excuse about Twitter bots was like, Oh my gosh, there's Twitter bots. I don't want your bots. Oh my gosh, I can't buy your company. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's a minor issue compared to all the other problems that Twitter's are struggling with. So. 
I wonder. I, I I wonder when it, this is all going to come out. Is it going to be a, a six months, one year, two years, three years down the road? You know, considering the, how fast uh, Elon and his team actually works on on just developing something from an idea, such as the the bot. How long has that? Do you happen to know how long the bot has been around? The Tesla bot. I don't know, but Tesla bot. I think mm. I think they said that they've been working on that just a little over a year, and they from concept to something physical that they can actually display. So yeah, the first version what we saw it didn't really look too impressive. But when you're doing a comparison to like Boston Dynamics that has been working on their bots for years and years, mm -hmm. and this is what they have, I can only imagine what uh, the Tesla bot's going to be. So bring that back to uh, obviously uh, uh, crypto Twitter. Now I wonder how how quick they're going to be able to change things around and, and get rid of these bots because yes, they are hard annoying. Every single time I open up my Twitter account. There's always bots there messaging me, and every single time I get them, 100%, every single one of them, I, I I don't even open their links. You know, I just see that there's somebody there that I don't recognize. I know that's a bot thing because it's a general just a, a statement. Hey, hello, are you looking for a job in crypto? We highly recommend you visit our website. Blah blah blah. Yeah, so, I mean, report, I, I understand the reason for bots in the sense of that they do the work for you. I I comprehend that, but I mean, I I. I'm sure somebody at some point has has calculated how many bots are consist of the entirety of the internet. Like they said, used to say that 33% of all bandwidth used on the internet was Netflix. That was before other streaming services came out. Um, and uh, how many, how much of the data transfer and 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 spam are bots? You know, it could be a good chunk of it. I know that for a while there, they said uh, something like 75 or 80% of all spam was bots. Maybe that's still true. I don't know, but um, but is that going to make the internet more open if we don't have any more bots? But, you know, bots, are, the purpose of a robot is to stand in for a human. So, I mean, the ultimate purpose of a robot is not bad. It's just some people abuse them if they're bad. So hopefully with this, you know, infusion of, of, of crypto to Twitter, we can cut down on that or else we're just going to have, you know, it's just going to be an added cost of botting is extra extra price on, uh, on uh, some kind of, Crypto. Are you excited for crypto Twitter? Or you can really I'm this? I'm kind of neutral on it. I, I mean, I, I do obviously use Twitter. And I've been using it since it came out. But um, I'm just interested to see if it becomes good or bad. It's hard to know right now. Exactly. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm waiting for. You know, bring it out already. I want to test it out. You know, <clears throat> for example, Blue Sky right now. Uh, they're, they're, uh, if you go to the website, they're accepting um, uh, beta testers. So I signed up. Hopefully, they get to accept me. I want to test out their platform. I want to see what it's all about, and I want to report back to the community of how things are going there. Because I think it's actually on, in the, going in the right direction from what I'm reading, and I hope that it is really going to be the, the network of choice for people around the world to utilize. Yep. Well, we'll have to see. All right. Well, um, thanks for everybody who came out to uh, Ravencoin Awards. Uh, yeah. We had that on Saturday. It turned out to be a very long and fun event. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of things give a lot of uh, awards given away and a lot of bags given out. Well, this is a learning experience. I think John can speak to that explicitly because oh, yeah. he spent so much yeah. time on it. But uh, he's been busy cleaning up afterwards. There's, there's a lot of <laughs> pre-work and there's a lot of post-work yeah. as it is with every major event. You're never really done even though it feels like you're done. Um, I have to just thank the team, man. I'm, I'm lucky just to have a team that's there to support me and just keep it going. You know, it, 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 these are like one of those things that you can't really just do by yourself. You need people to help support you and, and distribute the work amongst uh, amongst people. And that's 
that's what I'm thankful for is that there was uh, people out there that were willing just to uh, uh, go go the extra mile just to make this a reality. And and so so far, there's nothing but positive uh, feedback from it. So people are super excited to see how it's going to go next year. Um, there's a lot there's a lot already in the works for next year. It's going to be really cool. Yep. So it's done. Oh, and the torch. And... The torch is still out there. The torch yes. is still out there. I don't know who has the torch, but I hope uh, if you're part of the Ravencoin community, and you have a Ravencoin asset aware address, look for the torch. Come part of the network and 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 get yourself one of those torches. Yep, I got a torch, thankfully. So yeah, your video is up on on the <laughs> website as well, Jake, um, on uh, rvnawards.com on how to pass the torch on Moontree. Cool. Yeah, at the very bottom, I see it there. Cool. All right. Well, check out our uh, t-shirt page if you want to support the the uh, podcast, and also you know you can always donate directly. We appreciate any donations, and you can check out all of our social media at the bottom of coin tree uh, coitr slash c three media. And with that said, stack sats and hodl. Adios. Yeah.